Hello, hello, and welcome to Tight Ends, an NFL fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. I am one of your hosts, Flem. We're back on YouTube. Uh, they let us back for another week. Who would have thought it? Uh, but we're still back on uh, Acast and wherever you get your normal podcasts as well. If you're just listening to us, uh, wherever you are, we can get us at Tight Ends Pod on YouTube. You can get us there on Instagram. You can get us on X. You can get us on Facebook. It's week two of the NFL season. Uh, apologies in advance, we are a day later than we normally are today. It's been a bit of a rush. Uh, we're recording this at quarter past nine UK time on Thursday, so we're getting in just before Thursday night football kicks in in the US. Uh, but we're going to upload this pretty much as soon as we've recorded. Uh, we will, under normal circumstances, always record on the Tuesday and have it out on Tuesday night uh, to round up. So apologies that we're a day later, but it is only a one-off. We'll be sure that we're back next week. But, as ever, I can't do it on my own. Fitz is on holiday, actually, and Fitz is going to be away for the next couple of weeks. So I've had to introduce some other guys from the Anglo-Scott Fantasy League to help us. And first up this week, it's this guy. Yes, indeed. It is Steve Bland from the OBS Wolfpack. How are you doing, Steve? Hey, I'm doing great. I mean, it's, it's it's good to be on. I can't believe we're actually on YouTube as well now. But uh, yeah, I'm Honestly, feeling good. We've got we've got subscribers. Wow. I'm not going to say wow. how many subscribers yet, but we we look, we've got one. We've got subscribers. More than one. It is plural, and and that doesn't just include us. So okay. you know. So that's so it's good. No, no, listen, it's, it's gone down well. I think the first week when we're we're just kind of finding our way. But no, it's good. It's good to see you, mate. It's good to see you, mate. Give, give us a quick recap. How's your um? How's your fantasy world going so far after week two? How, how are you sitting? Um, do you know what? I th- I'm feeling really good about it because um, I didn't have the best draft. I forgot that I traded away my second pick, so I was in a bit of a bad situation. And um, especially as uh, as one of the teams had loads of picks early on, I had to pick a QB right for my first yeah. player in my draft. But I'm two and zero, and I, and I think I had the highest score last week. So and you're the only person in our league who is two and zero. Uh, we've Whoa. got one. We've, well, we're an eight-man league, so there's one of you. So you use two and zero. The guy who had all the second-round picks and should be absolutely battering us. Yeah, he's zero and two. Shocking. Yeah, a fucking shocker of a draft. Yeah. We can go into he that with our quit. listeners later on. Yeah. Right, but he needs to clear out. And then the other six were all one and one. Wow. So, wow. You know, what can I say? So maybe this is the happiest you'll see me, right? In this one. So I'm, I need to, I need to enjoy today because it could all go downhill from here. But let's see. It's why it's why we've got you on early in the series, just to make Thank sure, just make much. sure you're unhappy. But coming to someone who's never fucking happy, <laughs> we're, we're we're going three ways tonight, uh, and here is our third person tonight. See you later, Am I not getting? Yeah, well, no, you are getting an intro. You're getting the the following intro. I, I was I was making clear that you're generally an unhappy young man. Not at all. Well, yeah, good point. You're not young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies uh... and gentlemen, it's you and Broder, the GM of the Ockingen Alligators. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, very well. Much better yeah. after a winning week. After so winning week. delighted after winning for the second week. Should have won in week one. Excellent. Well, I was going to say, like you're you're one of the you're well, one of the teams, much like me, who's one and one. Going, give give us a quick recap. How's your fantasy season going so far? Um, genuinely, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can take this, but, but go. On. I'm genuinely really happy. Yeah. I like my team. I like my options. I quite like my draft. 
Who, who um, are you particularly happy about drafting? I throw out a couple of names that you're really chuffed about drafting. Not pickups or anything, but by actual drafting. Um, I'm happy with Adams. I'm happy with Avanti. Yeah, yeah, that's my player. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm quite. I'm. I am going to talk about one of my pickups. I'm happy with Nakua. I think that's been a great pickup because I picked up Cup because I it, he fell to me in the second round and I knew he was going to fall to me in the second round. I, I had that feeling. I'd spoken before to the commissioner about it before the draft. I thought he might fall to me second, so I picked him up, and then obviously his injury is not sounding great um, I think it sounds like if it's hamstring issues I'm slightly concerned that four weeks out on the IR I'm not sure he'll be if Nakua, with Nakua doing what he's doing I'm not sure he'll be getting as much action as he would have so I'm delighted I got rid of him um, in a fantastic trade with um, the Grizzlies neither Barry you stuffed him up I absolutely love it and you know what the great <laughs> can, thing is right? Say, right, you got Nakua I didn't win this trade it's just bonkers. No, no you I, won it, mate. You won I got it. And, Higgins and, and the great thing and is, second Nakua, round for uh, a guy made of glass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. And I've picked up his basically his predecessor, who is now going to probably get more. Yeah. Yes, he might not get as much rotation once Cup's back, but I can certainly. I don't think they're going to leave this lad out. I don't think they're going to say no, no way. The ball. No way. But just Listen, think, well, right? We'll, we'll, if we'll you talk won, about Nakua. But one yeah. thing, if you'd yeah. won that for, if you'd won in the first week, you wouldn't have got him. So no, no. Lucky you lost. Lucky you lost. <laughs> I know. Could help and this whole season. I still think, arguably, I've still got. Remember, I have Taylor sitting on my bench. So when he, I said, I said after our draft that you'd won the draft, Broadwood. I also said, and, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm reclaiming this now because I said when we did our off-season specials. Um, and um, Fitz the commissioner asked us to make some mad fancy football prediction for the season. I said Broadwood to win the league. He won't, he won't win the championship, but I said Broadwood to win the league. He thought but I was I'm fucking sitting mental. There, I'm sitting there and I look at my running backs and I look at my wide receiver core at the moment and I'm like, I'm pretty happy. I I've what, learned, and I've left Cousins on the bench the last two weeks, third highest point scorer last week, and yet I was my running backs did nothing, like literally nothing this week. We'll go on to that in more detail later, but I'm saved by my wide receivers who I didn't think were as strong as I initially thought. So let's just see if you can keep it together and not panic, eh? Panicking. I'm still debating about week one and no stat. Anyway, we'll come on to that later on because because actually there was actually one guy who uh, who who just wanted to say hello to you again, Broadwood. Just while I remember, Broadwood. Really, is that the best you could do? I heard he really sucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so Trump still thinks he sucks. How long did that take you to do? Fuck the Gators. <laughs> about, about about that long. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. It's a joy about being on YouTube. Listen, it's great to have you both on. Uh, it's great to have kind of three of us on shooting the breeze this week uh, when we talk about week two of the NFL. I'm looking forward to week three as well. But in order to look back at week two, let's have this week's award show. <laughs> Fitz really fucking hates that. It's a bit <laughs> shit. Really? 
I'll allow it. I'm glad I'm glad you'll I'm glad you'll allow it. Otherwise, why don't you get a fucking laptop and do all this? <laughs> it's in its infancy, that's all we can say at the moment. We're all it learning. Is, but it's working it's working well. Listen, we're good. this is where we uh, have a have a recap of all things that happen in the NFL week. Well not all things, because that would take us forever, but the things that particularly caught our eye. And we give out awards to the most special players of the week, or and sometimes not the most special player of the week. But we're gonna start off. We've already touched on or touched on this already we start off with one of our regular awards which is the fantasy pickup of the week yes it's that time when broadwood gets to feel really smug about the incredible pickups he made because our fantasy pickup of the week is this guy in motion is 2-2 Atwell on second and seven Stafford a quick toss there's the there is and Puka Nakua this one he's got to be smart. On third and 13, sets up the screen and Nakua gets away from the initial contact and then tripped up as he gets to the 25 by Drake Jackson. Stafford with time, finds Nakua. Nakua with a little room to run and out of bounds. Yes, it's our friend, Mr. Nakua. Now, listen, brilliant pickup. He's doing incredibly well so far. Do you know what the thing that really impresses me about this guy? It's the amount of yards he makes after he catches the ball. Uh, it's it's incredible. It really is. It really is incredible. Broadwood, tell us what made you pick him up. You know what what was the thing? I mean, he had a great week one. And he was and he, was he had a great week wires. one, and I did quite a lot. This is going to scare you all right now. But I've probably done more research this year than I've done in the past 12 years of doing fantasy. And having looked at all the pickups I could have had that week, there was generally, there's been quite a lot of buzz around him. Um, and the idea that he's not just this, he's not going to just be the cover for Cup, that he is the predator. Like, this is what they expect um, if Cup is going to be significantly injured or if he is going to be used less, that they needed somebody else. And the guy, as you say, the biggest thing I find with them is 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 his yards after he carries the ball, after he catches the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, and over a hundred yards again for the second week in a row. And the guy just looks natural and he but just you know is, yeah, you're, you're right. Over over hundred yards. He had, he had fifteen receptions. Yeah, hundred and forty seven yards of fifteen yep. receptions. So actually, you know, what he's doing is his average was was nine point eight. His longest reception was actually only twenty yards. Yes. But what's you know clearly happening is they are really throwing the ball to him. You know, they are throwing the ball to him a lot and he is catching it a lot. Steve, uh, he's caught your eye, obviously, as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have got him. I mean, I, absolutely. I mean, he just, he just, he, he, he was epic. And yeah, I mean, breaking the records he already done last week. Yeah, it's, especially as I've, I've had, you know, cut for the last two seasons and I just saw this guy and went, there's my replacement, but, Obviously, because I won, I had no chance of getting him on waivers. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, the, all, all, with all the trades that we've had going on, you know, and Cooper Cup's been kind of one of those things. I've got Cooper Cup stashed on my bench now, and it was always kind of my plan is that I've got actually a bench stashed with folk who are injured or not coming back yet, or I've got you know, I've got Cup, I've got Alvin Kamara there who's still suspended, you know, because I didn't have a. Uh, uh, a round two pick. My plan was very much to let's just crawl in the first few weeks, but then hopefully towards the later season we'll have you know folk coming through. Um, and Cup was obviously going to be one of those guys, but now seeing Nakua doing what he's doing, I'm shitting it a little bit. I, I just think if I, Cup I, is I still, okay. 
Yeah. I think as long as as long as the injury is is fading away, I think he'll get. You know, if those two share all the passes, then they're a, they're a great you know passing team. Yeah. I think both players will yeah. end up doing very well. I, I I think they will end up sharing it, but I still think they'll I still think they'll go to Naku. I think you know the 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 worry with Cup's injury is is it's a hamstring and it is can reoccur as we all know on a far more likely basis than most other muscle injuries. So yeah. the likelihood of them wanting to toss the ball to Cup every game and tell him to try and get that yardage post catch. They're not going to trust him as much. That well, they may trust him as much, but they're certainly not going to throw him as much. So I think the coup is not going to go away. I think even though he might not score like he has the first few weeks of what, 29, 31 points, first two weeks, I still think he'll you'll get mid. You know, I, I would hope he's still going to get twenties most games. The way so I think this is going to help Rams do better this year. I mean, obviously after what happened oh, yeah. from winning the Super Bowl and it went a bit wrong last year, but do we think them having those two wide receivers on fire? And uh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna help them progress. Will they make playoffs? Oh yeah, they should do. You know they, they should they, do. They absolutely should do. And if you're a defense looking at that, those two, you would not want to set up against the two of them out in the back line and thinking, Jesus, you know what? Who do we cover? Because two at the moment, two of the best wide receivers around, both in the same team. It's frightening that they could. It just yeah, well, depend how they get on, but certainly Nakua looks the real deal. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with uh, with with, with And he's mine, and he's yours. <laughs> I mean, I hope he snaps his hamstring so badly. Oh, God, um, but uh, yeah. I still want well, to well, talk well, about see. how bad the trade was that led to me getting Nakua, though, because jeez, and he still claims he won that. That's what he does. That's what he does. Listen, listen. The, the league, the league that the Rams are in is a is a. Is a hell of a one. You know, they've still got the 49ers, obviously, as well yes. in the same league, which is which is going to be a killer for them. But yeah. you know, certainly, certainly the way they're playing and the way you know they're chucking the ball around, you certainly, certainly wouldn't bet against them. That is for sure. Broadwood, I've given you your very own section this week. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Broadwood's Fraud of the Week. Well, this, this may become regular. I feel like I, I could know. do my wee Maury Povich here and be like, Fraud of the Week. <laughs> Delvin so, Cook. Yes, tell me, who is who is your Fraud of the Week and why? Delvin Cook. I have now ended up with this fraud the past two years. And every time I think, I thought getting a fresh start at the Jets this year Yes, we knew that Brees was going to get more of the ball, but I still thought they would trust Delvin at the beginning. You know, there's somebody, four-time Pro Bowl um, running back. You're sitting there thinking, going to another team, is this going to be the start of Delvin actually, you know, showing what he showed before? Um, But no, no, no. We're just going back to the Delvin Cook where doesn't get a lot of carries. When he does, he's making minimal yardage. I think seven yards, I think seven yards rushing this week and a fumble in that. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, Delvin. Tremendous work. <laughs> Just... Let me give you something to make you feel slightly better. Right? You ready for this? No. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Minus yeah. two yards. Yep. Minus two yards he got. But somehow the point <laughs> was looking at Dalvin Cook's points on fantasy, 0.20. But yeah. Can you believe that? Josh Jacobs got nine carries, <laughs> minus two yards. But we've discussed this before about the lack of 
you know, the running back and we had the pay disputes and we've been through all this and it's, oh, but there is like, you, I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, some, if you've got a running back that's worth its weight, it is brilliant to have. But at the moment, you know, I just look at, you know, Delvin Cook's just been absolutely yeah. average. And, and like, you see, we, we have talked about this, the running backs. Jets are paying him a lot of money, by the way. Jets are paying him a shitload of money. And look, the Jets did not sign Delvin Cook with the expectation, at least I don't think so, that they were getting the stud Dalvin Cook, you know, from, from years gone by. Yes. He's been, he's been what, Pro Bowl pick? Three three times? Four times? Four times. Yeah, like, the idea was he was there to help Brees Hall. Absolutely. I think that's what he was He was there to back up Brees Hall, probably give him some tips, um, like that. But uh, he was, last year, the least efficient running back in the NFL. Yes. Yes, and beggars belief that I then went and drafted him again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does it does make you think? What the fuck are you doing? Um, but you new know, team, his, and I genuinely his, his... thought next to Brees, I thought he would be taking his fair share of the ball. I actually thought he would get more goal line work. I thought he would be the one that might be the one there to punch through mm. in the goal line. So it's just not worked. Um, okay, so of the of the forty five running backs, of the forty five running backs that have been that have kind of had a goal at, at some point this season, um, they've, they've done all the stats for yards per attempt per per rush. Guess where Dalvin Cook is out of the forty five? Mm, bottom, if not second bottom. Not quite. He's fortieth. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's fortieth out of forty five. Um, he is disappointing. Which he's which for which for course. the money he is on is is mental. It's mental, and as I say, the reason he was picked up by me was because there was <laughs> partly because we were sitting there doing a draft, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I need a running back, and I need somebody as a backup option." I and I didn't know where to go, and I thought, "Well, Delvin Cook, he's always relatively solid." You know, his name's Delvin, not Delvin. Delvin, yeah. and I'm like and sitting there going, "Why on earth did I take him again?" I thought I'd have learnt my lesson from last year, but no. I just but at least this year, I've got some good running backs in the background now, which is makes the difference for me this year. So he is a bench boy, and I'll probably will get rid of him at some stage. I had the second and third best points running backs last week. Can you believe that? I'm not. Who's, see, I'm a wide that? receiver guy. I had, I had, so I had Robinson uh, for Commanders, and I had Swift. So th- that was second and third most points last week. Mm, Crazy. Very nice. It's pretty impressive, and I'm that's why. Just, that's as why long as I'm made of glass, that is all I ask. I need Eckler back. I need Taylor to come back off the pop list, and then it's full steam ahead for the Gators. Do you know will what? Taylor, this... Will Taylor come back? I mean, you know, it's just like this is a this is a shocking one for me. Like again, I'm yeah. quite. I could new. have Eckler. I could have Jones, and I could have Taylor. <laughs> if Taylor, and I could have without what? being rude, the three best, some three of the best running backs potentially in the league. Yeah, if Taylor comes back and if Taylor is going to be I think if Taylor comes back and he's playing for a contract, he could be outstanding. Or Doesn't matter though, Broderick, you will find a way to fuck it up. No, no. Well, yes. And the fuck <laughs> up is, is if they are all made of glass, which looks like at the moment as I've got one on the pop list and I've got two currently sitting questionable. Yeah. And it means Dalvin's gonna be back in, in the action again this week. You love it. Me. You love it. <laughs> Talking of unpredictable, let's go into our next award, shall we? Yep. 
Yes, indeed. It is the NFL play of the week. We had a bit of a chat about what our favorite play of the week was, and we eventually landed on this absolute beauty. Wilson looking for a miracle. Gonna gather, unleashes towards the end zone. It Uh-oh, is deflected it. in the air, and it's caught. Brandon Johnson. <laughs> There is no way. Tip three times. <laughs> Improbable. I think that pretty much sums it up. Just that we think that we've, like, we've, we've taken this as play of the week. It wasn't the most skillful bit of play by any stretch of the imagination. It was the ultimate Hail Mary, the ultimate hit and hope. As the commentary was saying there, Denver looking for a miracle. Russell Wilson chucking the ball 60 yards up the pitch. Yeah. Um, seven guys going for it, it kind of deflecting once, deflecting Commanders twice. Commanders just deflected. went, there you go, you have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't care, I don't care. <laughs> um, and, and, and ending up in the, in the hands of the, of the thankful Johnson. Steve, it was really your pick, you know, when we were going around it, you kind of went, nah, yeah, let, let's go this one. And I agree with you. You know, it was yeah. just as far it's as it fun as well. Oh. It, was, it was good and it was fun and it was stupid. It was like all the emotions. And I don't know. I mean, I, was, I watched a few YouTube clips, you know, on, on this and you just see people go mental, yeah. you know, during the game because it was just like, what the hell happened there? <laughs> I mean, as it turned out, it turned out to be pointless in the end pointless. for those of yeah for those of you who are watching on youtube yeah. my, my favorite part of that clip which is really really funny is the you know it's, it's, it's the last play of the game and they're what eight points behind yeah uh last play of the game and gets chucked up tip 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 eventually lands touchdown six points and then my favorite part is russell wilson's then running up to the end zone going to everyone let's go for two points two two points of course you're fucking going for two points you idiot um and then they fucked up yeah they didn't make it so so they, they ended up losing the game but um it, it did get a bit of excitement but what what i kind of wanted to touch on actually off the back of that is here's me taking the mickey out of russell wilson again and we have taken the mickey out of russell wilson quite a lot on this podcast over the years um about how ineffective he was being at the denver broncos i watched quite a lot of that game uh, at the weekend he had a really great game yeah yes uh, you know he really did um you know there was there was some really excellent just control of the game some brilliant completions that he made you know some really really long long throws which were on the dime um, I'm not necessarily saying that Russell Wilson's back, but in many ways it was quite nice to kind of see those those flashes that he can do again. Yep. Yeah. I think Three he's going to ruin it all next week. He's going to yeah. ruin it all. So yeah. we'll be taking piss out of him next week. But yeah. Uh, guaranteed. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was yeah. a good. It was a good. It was good to watch him actually the proper control of the ball that we know he has. He still threw one interception, but. You know, three t- touchdowns, over 300 yards passing. It was a bit of Russell Wilson of old that we've we we knew yeah. the Seahawks, and hopefully, you know, I'd quite like to see Denver do well. I would, yeah. but he they got did sack seven times. Lucky didn't get that, The two point conversion was a mess, though. So I guess. Yeah. True. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It's when um, it comes down to it. It's you know your QB needs to take control of that and get the two point conversion. I guess. Yeah. You you must have so many. You must. That's something you must plan for, and you must have worked on so much the two point conversions that you should be able to have. I don't know. It's like a penalty kick in football. I guess you should be able to just. That's something you should be able to nail down. Yeah. 
but if I was a Broncos fan, it must be one of the most frustrating teams in yes. the entire league to be a Broncos fan. Uh, to have a guy like that who can show those flashes of brilliance, but then just be Russell Wilson. Uh, Would you rather have Deshaun Jackson? I mean, that's kind of like that's kind of saying, "Would I rather have a, you know, <laughs> a shit sandwich or a shit sandwich with guacamole?" Uh, I'd, exactly. probably have the, I'd probably have the shit sandwich with guacamole, but the guacamole is not really the thing that's making the difference there. <laughs> My biggest, the biggest worry I'd have for the Broncos was that Russell Wilson was also their most rushing yards. Mm. Really? Yep. Mm. So if you've not got a running game, and we know we, we spoke about running backs yeah. not getting paid, you need a running game. You need something just to alternate so that you switch up the defense and like. If he's your if he's your guy scampering and you've not he's also going to get himself injured mm. if he's the yeah. one doing all the scampering. But I think he was fifty seven yards and he was the lead uh, lead rusher for them as well. Yeah. Do you know what? that leads that leads very very nicely onto our last award? Insurance workers, bin men, and a dentist will be celebrating too. Yes, indeed. It's Nostradamus of the week. That that was Mystic Meg from the National Lottery, just in case anyone. Did you remember that? At the end of everything, she always used I to did. say before before the lottery, she'd yes. go, oh, yeah. yes, bin men will be lucky this time. <laughs> she died. Never saw that coming, any. Uh, yeah, so anyway, our Nostradamus of the week. And our Nostradamus of the week um, actually goes to a member of our league. Um, Fitz, the commissioner, wins the award for Nostradamus of the Week. And it's for this reason. Second loss fumble for Stroud. Keeping is Richardson. And Anthony Richardson into the end zone for his second touchdown of the day. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Anthony Richardson. Um, (laughs) How we all laugh. You sound like a goat. Um, oh, and, and Anthony Richardson, um, and I should explain for the, uh, the the viewers and the listeners at home, uh, we've done quite a few, you know, kind of swaps and trades in the league so far this year. And one of the big ones is Fitz and I had a blockbuster trade. I think it's fair to say we had four people going either way. But one of the swaps was I gave up Josh Allen for uh, Anthony Richardson. No, I mean that—that's not it. That sounds like that's a straight swap because I would never do that. It's just a straight swap. That's fucking mental. There are yes. other things in the background which made it, which made it worthwhile. Um, but Anthony Richardson pre-draft was a guy I really wanted. I've seen him in college. You know, I think he's a—I think he's a brilliant, and he's and he's shown already. Actually, I think you know he can be a real, real player. I, I, I wanted him as my backup QB, but you know, as things kind of turned around, I, I played him last week, and. Um, he scored two rushing touchdowns in the first quarter, mm. and I was fucking running around this room, going absolutely mental, giving it yeehaw on the WhatsApp group. Um, to which Fitz's reply was, "Yeah, that's all very good, but since he's doing all the rushing, he's going to get injured this game." I went, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't care. He's just scored his second rushing touchdown." Three minutes later, he gets removed from the field with a concussion. Yeah. Um, so. The he Nostra got hit Damas last awards. week as well. Like, he got, he got hit, hit the week before. He looks like he's going to get broken. This guy. I think you, you you're going to need a backup pretty soon. I think he's going to I mean, last. I've got, I've got Brock Purdy as a backup, backup now. Which is <clears> oh, yeah, I've got Brock Purdy as a backup. Who, to be honest, is probably going to be starting um, the game this week in any case. Um, but uh, you know that leads on, and, and yeah, we're we're taking the mick out of that. And you know, my thinking I was being an absolute genius and fits bring me back to earth, and sadly being right. But that aside. Um, 
Anthony Richardson and the Colts as a whole. Um, he could be a real player for them if he keeps fit. But he's a real runner. He, he really reminds me of a Cam Newton type player. Um, and I used to love Cam Newton in his heyday when he when he first started and came through for Carolina. Um, so I think he could be a really good player. But as you say, Steve, if he keeps on getting hit like that, there could be issues. It could be. I mean, maybe it's just one of these, you know, maybe this is what it's going to take this season for him to realise that the defence is a lot bigger now uh, and you are not going to survive maybe the same as you did in college football. And, you know, you're going to have to adapt your game slightly. This clearly he's got talent, but... Yeah, at the moment, he's going to get battered. Um, I tell you a guy, though, who's come through from college who looked equally impressive, who's not had to adapt his game and is being incredible already, is Bijan Robinson. Uh, yeah. 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 Did you see there was a fantastic camera footage? Um, if you get a chance to go and see it, there's a camera footage. I think that they <clears> shot of him when he was doing one of his runs and it's like shot on one of the cameras that goes sort of overhead yeah. and it just shows like how quickly he moves on his feet. It's unbelievable how much he has oh like he's just so good can i just point out seeing the richardson thing right so richardson gets taken out of the game colt's still going to win by the way by 11 points and minshaw comes in and does a pretty good job of like shoring it up over 170 yards get throws a touchdown doesn't give the ball away mm-hmm. it's i don't yeah i think the colts will be all right but i would be worried that richardson i think if he is concussed, that's him potentially. Won't you? Is, is he playing this week? Is he sitting this week? It's unlikely. It's, it's unlikely. unlikely. Yeah, he's, he's he has down, to he's sit down... for at least a week, two weeks, doesn't he? He's down as questionable. Um, yeah. he's, he, but... They won't let him play. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't so... think so. Yay! That's me fucked up again. Who's your <laughs> Brock Purdy. That's all right. That's a pretty good backup, to be fair. It's not a bad backup. I've yeah, just seen okay. Ayuk's out tonight, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, fun. Uh, that means it's even better for me because now it's more Kittle time. Woo-hoo. Yeah, if you actually get any tight end stuff. The, speaking of tight ends, we were going to give away one last award, but we've not had the chance to, to do it. But what, what we will do is we'll make sure we put this on our, on our Twitter feed. Well, see, I keep on calling it Twitter. I've got to call it X now. Thank you, Elon. Uh, and our Instagram feed and our Facebook feed, just in case you haven't seen it. I know we've sh- shared it around our WhatsApp group, but it's probably one of our favourite things of the year so far. Uh, speaking about the Colts as well, uh, Kylan Granson, who's the Colts tight end, if you haven't seen it, he actually organised an entire professional photo shoot after he scored his first ever career touchdown. Uh, but instead of having a baby in the photo shoot, it's him, his, I imagine, girlfriend with the football he scored the touchdown with. Um, it is lovely stuff, uh, as, as Fitz would say. If, if you haven't seen it yet, we'll put it on our feeds. Have a look at it. It is just absolutely wonderful. And the, rush is on, almost. the rush is on. Uh, I think for everyone to pick this guy up on waivers, not because he's going to be any good, but because if, if he can do a legendary thing like that, yes. that's the kind of guy we all want in our team. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Thank you, gents. That concludes this week's awards. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. As we say, we are here on YouTube, we are here on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Acast, whether it be Apple, whether it be Spotify. Um, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, we're getting some really lovely feedback, and it's really great to see so many of the listeners who kind of followed us through the through the last couple of seasons uh, still follow us. We've got guys in the states. We've got we've got listeners in Belgium who listen to us every week. Please get in touch. We really they drink want a lot to of beer. Yeah, I mean, I think beer. it must be, yeah. but but literally, you know, the 
we, we get all the stats from where people are, you know, or they're searching the tight ends and not getting what they expected. Either that, I mean, it's Belgium, so God knows, <laughs> continental Europe, it could be fuck knows, but but they seem to listen to it. Um, if you are our, our regular Belgian listeners, please get in touch. We would absolutely love to hear from you, get you on the show, uh, to find out where uh, what what the NFL seems like in Belgium. You can get in touch with us in all the normal places uh, on the social medias, on uh, Instagram, on X, on Facebook, all of them at Tight Ends Pod. You can find us on YouTube at Tight Ends Pod is the handle there. And you can also email us at tightendspod at gmail.com. It would be lovely to hear from you because we really want to get uh, more people involved in uh, all of our sections, particularly this one. It's called Fantasy Fights. Yes, indeed. This is Fantasy Fights. This is where we hear about uh, issues that you've been having in your fantasy league. Uh, have there been any stories? Have there been any things that you need an outsider's view of? Are you a commissioner who wants to kill your entire league? Uh, are you somebody who wants to kill your commissioner? Can't say we can do that for you, but we'll do everything else that we can. Uh, we're keeping it close to home this week simply because, my word, have we had some fun in our league the last couple of weeks. Um, Broadwood. You're one and one. Tell us what happened in week one, mate. Steve, Steve, this is the best thing about YouTube is that you can see everyone's reaction. Steve literally, for those of you listening at home, just took his fingers, pinched the top of his nose as if to go, fuck's sake, not this again. Broadly, stat go corrections. Me, stat stat corrections. corrections. Tell us all about stat corrections, mate. Stat corrections did me proud last year when I won a very close, tight match, and I think I got a one-point stat. Um, I think it must have been one of the closest games we had, apart from obviously the one this week. Last year, where I won on a stat correction. This year, first game of the season, Paul out of nowhere needs, I think, I can't even remember how many points he needed on the Monday night football, but not... But one and a half, I think it was. I oh, think you mean, it, yeah, no, Monday, no, he... What happened was, though, before the game, he said he needed something like 26 points. And all of a sudden, that became 23 and a half. And I'm like, where did these two and a half points come from? And he's like, well, I got two and a half point addition to my score. And nobody's been able to tell me. With the, this is the frustration with stat corrections is that <laughs> I really got no you, way of like, really... I really got to you that 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 situation. Like, you, you know, I, I to the you point where I settle. thought he just chucked it out there. You not think you've won a match. Your head. <laughs> Paul must have sat there genuinely cheesing. <laughs> yeah, the best, the I absolutely about... love this, the fact that he has been so... He must have been sat there so happy to be 2-0 for the first time and then to have it ripped away from him. Yes, we should, we, should explain, we should explain to everyone. Pleasing. So, um, Paul Radden of the Essex Mouseketeers did indeed play Brother of the Ockingane Alligators last week. Um screwed me got, got got a two and a half point bump from still we don't know where i i think he must have just misread something but broadwood being Broadwood, no i saw it as well you, you actually saw it you actually saw it go shambles up. the two and a half points did come at some stage on so it must be in the sunday night into monday night football but some an stage extra two, an extra two and a half points rage, and, and then and then paul ended up winning that match by less than a point yep um Paul faced me this week, and by the time the Monday games were over, uh, he was beating me by 0.38 of a point. Um, I should explain that we, as a fantasy football league, we play uh, what's called an IDP league. So we play with individual defence players. You know, we don't just do offensive players and, and one kind of team for defence. We actually buy individual defence players as well. 
And because of that, that means there's a lot more stat corrections that go on because you get points for tackles, you get points for assisted tackles. And they're the kind of things that can get looked at afterwards and get changed as opposed to, you know, yards off a run because that's always, you know, whatever it is. If you're if you're two and eight and then you're three and four, well, then it's definite four yards and, and that can never get changed. But quite often, assisted tackles, which are worth half a point, get made up to a solo tackle because actually you made it yourself, which is which is one full point. Um, so by the time all the games had finished, as I say, um, Paul Radden was 0.38 of a point ahead of me or something something along those lines. Uh, and then Shaquille Leonard, because we're talking about the Colts a lot tonight, aren't we? Shaquille Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts had an assisted tackle made up to a full tackle. I get an extra half point and beat him by, I think it was 0.22, no, 0.12 of a point. 0.12, which I think must be the closest range of all time. Broadwood, for those of you who are listening at home, is uh, crying his eyes out like a baby and giving Paul Radden the Vs. The Musketeers are your rivals anyway, Broadwood. So, so really, he's loving it. He's loving it. You've been screwed with one hand. Screwed in week one, and to watch him then get screwed by the other hand in week two, delighted i'm actually will this come back to haunt him that's the thing right is i really this hope gonna so. be there that's the the one reason why he maybe didn't if he make misses the playoffs, the playoffs or... because of that oh that'll be rage inducing or if he actually doesn't get a bye because of it yeah it's yeah. the kind of it's thing that can happen stuff. it is the kind of Glorious. thing but you know at the same time i was sitting oh and two and shitting myself uh, and then suddenly wow it's a beautiful world out there Mental. It's a beautiful world out there when you've yeah. suddenly got a one and one and and stolen victory from the jaws of defeat uh, it can so make close. it can make the world a difference. So listen, have any of you guys had any issues with stat corrections? Have you had the moments that um, just turn your week around and make it from the best week to the worst, or indeed vice versa, as has been the case with me? It's the only reason, actually, why we're doing it uh, the podcast uh, a day later than we normally would, because I have been fucking hammered for the last twenty four hours celebrating it. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> My my concern for all this gloating about Radden is the fact that he is playing Nick Walter this week, and Nick Walter has Ayuk already in his starting lineup. And if any of us think that Nick Walter is going to suddenly realise that Ayuk's been ruled out tonight after with three hours' notice, Nick, it's not going to happen. If you so have Nick, to if you're listening to this before the 49ers kick off, Jesus, please, Ayuk is out. Can somebody this please guy. put it on the chat and tell him to get Ayuk <laughs> out of his starting lineup? No, he has to find out. Has he actually even said anything since? I mean, for the last day or two, right? We've been saying, where is he? He's got our fucking. He's got our chat group on mute, and I would not not blame him for that. He's a long-time reader, seldom poster. He he's even admitted on this pod that he only uh, he only uh, catches up with the with the WhatsApp chat when he's on the shitter. So yep. Okay. If there's if there's a big if there's a thing of us. Exactly. If, there's, if there is, if there is a the kind of a gap, and he does a lot of messages in a in a row, you know it's probably been Curry. Nice. There's always there's always one of these guys, I reckon, in every single fantasy oh, team, yeah. isn't there? Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> but listen, if you run your own fantasy league and you've got any issues like this, or even if you need us to be judge, Judy, and executioner, I won't say which one's Judy. It's Broadwood. Uh, please do get in touch. Oh, fuck off. Uh, we'd love to get you on the show. We'd love to have you on here and joining our merry band. You can get in touch with us on all the socials, all of them, at Tight Ends Pod, or indeed email us, tightendspod at gmail.com and see if we can sort out your fantasy fight. See, that's good music. Do you like that?
So I do I like, like that. that. I'd love to say I'd love to say I wrote that music myself. I'd be lying. Yeah, I know commission like that yeah, one you, as well. He likes this one too. He likes this one too. We've, we've done week two. Week two's in the books now, and as I say, we're we're, we're coming really close up to week three to the point where I kind of three hours notice mm-hmm. from kickoff on on Thursday night football. Um, but of course, you know, we like to talk about what's going to happen in, in, in week three, but we can't do it by ourselves. We need help. And for that, we need a little bit of divine intervention. Yes, this is from the beyond. Um, I've just noticed um, we obviously did this in a bit of a rush because everything's been it's, it, on, on YouTube. It still said week two predictions. Show how fucking much I'm uh, paying attention to it. But no, this is our new section called From the Beyond, where we look ahead to uh, the upcoming week in NFL uh, to give our views on uh, what's happening uh, and what we think the, the big talking points of the week are. But we always get somebody uh, to help us along. We get the Ouija board out and speak to someone from the beyond to see what they think and see how they can help us. Now, last week we had the inimitable Mr. John Madden, uh, he of NFL fame and every young boy's introduction to American football in the UK because they buy the video game. Um, We've had lots of suggestions online about who we should contact this week, about getting them on board and seeing if they can give uh, their predictions for week three. Uh, Interestingly, Aaron Hernandez was one of those who was suggested. I kind of thought that might not be a good idea, um, yeah, but but instead, you know, people might people might think that's a that's a terrible idea. At least you know we're not going to get taken to the Tower of London and hung, drawn, and quartered. Could we? Here, I know nothing about American football. I stopped caring about that country when George Washington beat us. Why are we scum? It's your queen here. I... Yes, yes. I I scum. It's your queen here. Uh, dear Lizzie has joined us uh, for From the Beyond today to wow. give us her views as to what's going to happen in week three in uh, the NFL. I've got a couple of things I kind of want to talk about when it comes to, to week three. There's a couple of really, really interesting matchups. First one uh, happening uh, later on, which is uh, the New York Giants against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think this is probably the most interesting matchup of the week. Um, how do you guys see it going? Well, I mean, it's easy, right? I mean, well, it's easy to say that, that I mean, Giants have not, not looked great, right? That they should get absolutely ruined tonight. I mean, I think that they've got uh, a couple of offensive linemen down. Um, but it's, it's, it's tricky. I mean, if I was look, I was looking at some stats on this one, and I think it was the last five games, Giants have won three of them. But at the moment, 49ers look really good this season, like really good. So many weapons across the field. Like I can't I can't see it. The only way I can see this going wrong, okay, is if Brock has Purdy has an awful, awful game as quarterback. And bear in mind that I've got him in my team. So he's fucking guaranteed it. So you might just literally, you might be the reason that this whole thing gets jinxed. But honestly, I see that's the only way it's going to go down. Yeah, the Giants stand a chance is if uh, 49ers QB really just goes tits up basically yeah. tonight. Otherwise, I don't see any way. Bro, did you think 49ers have got a chance? Oh, sorry, do you think, um, uh, I should say the Giants have got a chance without Saquon? 
I do now knowing that Ayuk's out and that, um, as our commission pointed out earlier in the pod, that there's a general chat that they think they're not going to... Yeah, well, they are. They're talking about limiting as the CMC carries to try and keep him fresh as much as possible and the worry that he obviously has had previous injury issues, so they obviously want to keep him as fresh as possible. So, I guess... Barkley's the only hope, out as well, though, right? Yeah, Saquon's yeah. out, yeah. The only hope I would say they've got is is that with CMC maybe limiting his carries and with Ayuk out, and you say Purdy doesn't have it, doesn't pull it all together. But, again... Wonders never cease, and that's why we love the NFL. You just don't know, um, you know, you don't know which Giants team will turn up. So yeah. I can't chance. see, I can't see the 49ers chucking it. Um, I know we've talked about CMC and, and McCaffrey possibly having his his um, his, his carries limited. Uh, Lino, who is our regular Instagram stalker, uh, particularly of Christian McCaffrey's other half, um, has said specifically that. His other half is going to be in the crowd tonight, so for that reason alone, he's not going to have uh, his his carries limited. Nice. I mean, Excellent. I mean, I mean that makes fuck all sense to anybody, you know. As as if the coach says, "Oh, hold on, your missus is in the crowd, therefore you better get the ball a bit more." Nice. Uh, but that's that's his reasoning. I, I think he's struggling being zero and two and still having McCaffrey in his team. To be honest, long so, and short of it is the uh, betting yeah. books have eighty percent. To twenty percent for the forty ers So most yeah. importantly, and I think above what all the betting books think, you know, most importantly, uh, what does the dead queen think? The Gants will be facing San Francisco without Barclay. One cannot see them having a single fucking chance. The forty ers will win by twelve. Forty ers right, will so. win by twelve. Right, and so. and who thought that Lizzie swore like a trooper? Disgusting. Nice. Absolutely disgusting. But um but yeah, I think I think she's making a lot of sense there. Let's see, I let's think see she's what right. happens. I think she's right. I think she's right. Listen, the the, ne- the next team that kind of really, really um interested me and, and have kind of interested me so far this season is the Commanders. Uh Commanders are up against the Bills this week. Um the Commanders <sighs> To me, to me, and this and this sounds terrible. When you, we know I'm a, I'm a sort of a a, a, a Bills Bills fan uh, a little bit, um, but the Commanders over the last few seasons of Washington Football Team and the Redskins prior to that have, have been a bit of a nothing team, and that, I don't mean that to sound harsh, but you know they've not they've not really done anything. They're almost at the moment the team where if you had to name all the teams in the NFL, they they would be last because they're the ones you kind of forget about. Um, and this should be a game where the Bills should run away with it. But there's there's a couple of things. Um, the weather through Buffalo at the moment isn't looking good for the weekend, and that could have a have a real impact. Yeah, and actually, one of the things coming, that right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that has actually impressed me this season about the Commanders has been their defensive line. It's been pretty solid, um, and Josh Allen hasn't. You know, He's had an okay start to the season. Um, Stefan Diggs has had an okay start to the season. None of them have been have been incredible. If that commander's defensive line really kind of has a great day, I can see the commanders beating the Bills over the weekend. What do you guys think? You guys I still think. see the Bills winning. Yeah, I can't see the Bills. I can't. I just. I don't see them going one and two. I just think they're too good and. I would hope. I, I, I think the Bills will win. I think they'll win, and I think they'll win quite comfortably. Even though the Commanders are 2-0, and I know they've started off really well, I still just can't see past the Bills winning. steve 
I I agree. I mean, it would be pretty catastrophic, right? After they bounce back, um, and Josh Allen really bounced back, you know, you think it's all going to go well, but you know, weather can can mess things up a little bit. Maybe it you know has some kind of impact that you can't do the same kind of passing game, and you have to do do more running game. Maybe I, who knows? But I I agree. I mean, you know, Commanders' defense looks 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 good, and you know, actually yeah. on on offense they look they look pretty good. But I do think it's the Bills win, yeah. Okay. What about Queenie? What do you think? Commanders may ask. The best thing we ever did was burn at shithole of a city in 1814. I hope the Bills absolutely kill them. Not a fan of Washington. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of Washington. Uh, Broadwood, you've moved down to your living room. Are you quite comfy? Yeah, I just got kicked out. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wait for not... sleep. Does she not know that we are actually, you know, recording a a, a semi kind of? It's a, it's a, I think if she knew it was on YouTube, I don't think I would have been moving. <laughs> You've not yeah. told her yet, then. I mean, she's not. She's not one of our subscribers. <laughs> no, and she will not be. I suspect. <laughs> her hatred of Red Zone already this year. You know, there's, there's there's one thing I just want to chuck out here, right? Just just for anyone listening in, because I found this quite funny um, when I when I noticed it the other day, and um, when I was watching the last Rams game, okay, at home in week two, right? Just watch the highlights and look at the crowd. It, literally, the whole crowd looks red. The whole crowd. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they didn't control who they sold the tickets to, but you look at that home stadium, and it is literally a sea of red in that stadium. It's really? really strange. You would never normally notice that in a home stadium. It'd be like the home colours, right? But it was red. Wow. Mm. Funny stat, mm. but have a look at it. I just noticed it and was like, "What the?" Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go nope. back and have a look at that. Someone hacked the tickets. Excellent. I think. Well, possibly, possibly. Right. That's our that's our big matchups for week three. Looking ahead of it, uh, Queenie. Thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you want to say before we go? Very rude of me to forget. Fuck the Gators. Very the gators. Excellent. Thank you, Queenie. Much appreciated. <laughs> You've even got dead monarchs going after you now. <laughs> That's this week's From the Beyond. Excellent stuff. Listen, I'm afraid we're running out of time, so we don't actually have time for this week's trash talk. Um, oh. But, oh, oh, unless you we've want to do a, we've, we've done a fair bit of it today. We have, we have, we have done, we have done, a, we have done a wee bit about it. Well, um, we'll trash talk Barry at some stage because he needs. We didn't trash do enough talk. of that, did we? We didn't do enough of Barry. Barry. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Hold on a second. Shall we do the intro? Barry! Barry! Excellent. Nice. Right. This week's this week's trash talk. You've each got twenty seconds. Steve, tell us why you don't like the player in the league you hate the most. Her, the, oh, sorry, the, 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 the manager, I should say. The manager. Well, <clears throat> actually, I'm going to stick with the stallions for me. I'm, I was going to go, I'm, I'm going to let, I'm going to let uh, the alligators do, do Barry, maybe, or someone else. But yeah. I'm going to go to stallions, right? As we know, there's some kind of rivalry that's, that's kind of been there from the start. And I think last time we talked about it, we were like, it wasn't there. And then I absolutely fucking crushed the guy <laughs> this week. And it's like, He's gone very quiet. He's gone very, very quiet. quiet. Like, so, so much so, he's not and, coming on the pod and, and, and he's actually disappearing no, off or two. And do you know what was funny? 
is he suddenly put nearly his entire squad on trade block. Like, it was almost like he throwed his toys out of the pram on sleepers on the app and went, I fucked up. <laughs> um, so, unlucky, my friend. I know you're the commissioner, so I'll probably pay for this later. But, uh, yeah, that's my trash talk. Broder, 20 seconds on anyone in the league. Rankin. Basically, this nonsense that he won a trade against me when he basically, I traded him cup and then he traded him off again and I managed to get Nakua and he still is claiming that he won the trade. I think the Grizzlies are on shaky ground and I already have a second round pick next year. So, yeah, not great looking for the the Grizzlies at the moment and their franchise. Excellent. Good call. And, And the good news is that I love everyone. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm not going to be. I'm not, hi, apart from you, you can't. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to be the extra expletive on this week. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That came out of nowhere. My children will not oh. be listening to this. Uh, in fairness, if your children are listening to this already, there's a real issue going on. Yes. But anyway, listen, uh, trash talking. We normally have a, a guest who, who judges the, tra- the trash talk. He's, he's very busy this week. He's got an election campaign to steal. Um, but if anybody out there does want to uh, give us the trash talk, it can be against a player in the NFL. It can be against a team in the NFL. It can be against someone else uh, in your fantasy leagues. Please come on board. We will get you live on the on the air. Or if you just want to send it as a voice note, you can certainly do that as well in all the normal places, in all the social medias. I've done it to death, but I will continue to do it to death. All of them at Tight Ends Pod, whether it is on X on Twitter. Uh, sorry, keep on calling it Twitter on X on Instagram on Facebook, uh, or indeed the YouTube channel uh, at Tight Ends Pod, or you can email us Tight Ends Pod at gmail.com and you could be next week's trash talker. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Listen, gentlemen, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, best of luck in your games this week. Well, I say best of luck, um, apart from you, Broadwood, because I'm against Fuck you, haven't I? Humors. Yeah, so I absolutely hope you get better. I should say, at the moment, prediction-wise and projection, I think you're projected to beat maybe by about 30, which is, you know, I don't mind oh. that. You know, I'm 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 usually quite happy on I think, that. I think if, if you are, are absolutely reliant upon my running backs being made of glass. But can I make the renegades? Can I make these guys? Oh, and three. Oh, and three. Can oh, I yes. do it? Can I do it? For a man who had a first round pick and three second round picks to go. We need a podcast oh, on that alone, three. by the way. I was depressed on draft day thinking this guy is going to run away with it. What the yes. hell did we do? Put this way, uh, before, before I could have my second pick in the draft, because I gave him one of my second rounds. So before I had my second pick, he'd had five. Yeah, yeah, because I was in the same situation, wasn't I? Because I gave him my second five as well. Five picks before, his, before I had my second And he pick. still picked Andrews. Mark Andrews. What? I mean, actually, do you know what? We, we could do we could do a whole we could do a whole show on him next week about about fantasy dud of the week yeah. uh, the from whole, Mark Andrews. All of us when we heard Andrews went, "What on earth?" The whole that was the first time in the draft room that everybody turned and went. What? Well, please because I wasn't there. I I couldn't come at the last minute, uh, so it's quite funny because I kind of caught up with everyone. You know, I, I gave all my picks, and you know, so 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 everyone else was doing them for me. But I was watching it live from up in Edinburgh while you guys were down in London, uh, and you had a, a midway through the the draft, you had a break where you all, you know, we all kind of got on to it was either WhatsApp or FaceTime or someone. We had a quick video, and we kind of had chats. And went, oh no, how's it all going? Blah blah blah. And then it took about thirty seconds, and someone shouted, 
what do you think of Lionel's draft so far? And I was going, I'm so glad you said that. He's fucking it up. And everyone was just wetting themselves going, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The guy's made a mess of it. Weird, weird draft strategy. He Why well he didn't take an elite QB instead of Andrews? Like He could well come back to bite us on the ass and it could all work out and he could end up being our champion. Nope. Nope, not going to happen. Listen, call, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but I think it's not going to happen. Even any dead person from the beyond will be able <laughs> to say that. That's for sure. Listen, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time this evening. It is much appreciated, especially on a Thursday night. We're going to get this online straight away uh, onto YouTube at Tight Ends Pod and wherever you get your podcast. If you're just getting the audio version of this uh, at Spotify, on uh, Apple and on Acast. Gentlemen, all the best for next week. Good luck, guys. Oh, oh and, one, and one more thing. One more thing before I go. Fuck the Gators. Excellent. Important. Excellent stuff. Right, okay. Oh, we'll child. see you next week. Thanks very much. Yeah. Oh,